The Shakespeare Hut was conceived by Israel Gallant, professor of English at King's College and leading light of the Shakespeare Memorial National Theatre movement. In 1914, a plot of land on the corner of Keppel and Gower Street had been acquired by the movement with the intention of building a National Memorial Theatre to commemorate the 300th anniversary of Shakespeare's death. At the outbreak of war, the plan was suspended and Gallant suggested to the YMCA, the Young Men's Christian Association, that a uniquely elaborate hut for New Zealand servicemen should be erected on the land and that it would be named as a memorial to Shakespeare. On the 3rd of March, 1916, Basil Yeeksley, editorial secretary of the YMCA, wrote to Galanz in support of the project. Dear Galanz, I've just seen Yap and raised with him the point of that possible appeal for the Shakespeare hut through the press. I sincerely hope you will be able to get the grant, because it does seem to me that, insomuch as the tercentenary is being celebrated under such very unusual conditions, the way in which the money may be applied is accordingly affected. Mr Weymouth is sending you down the rough plans by two o'clock, and as he described the idea in detail to me yesterday, it was very captivating. Each block could form a separate gift. The lecture and entertainment hall, the billiard room and lounge, the canteen and quiet room, and the three separate blocks of cubicles. He is provided in the elevation for Tudor touches, even to the extent of an outside staircase, and with a view to its possible use for wounded men, he suggested a sun court and promenade veranda. I think it should be a most taking proposition, and that the £3,000 would come easily from various quarters. In any case, of course, the concert and lecture hall could be put up first. All success to you this afternoon. Yours very sincerely, Basil Yeeksley. Galanz set about raising funds for the Shakespeare Hut, writing urgent letters to possible donors. By the erection of the Shakespeare Hut, on the site purchased for the Shakespeare Memorial National Theatre, the committee would, it is felt, associate itself with the approaching tercentenary commemoration in the best manner possible under present conditions. But if the Shakespeare Hut is to be erected by May 1st, the work must start not later than the 20th, and I hereby venture to hope that you may be willing to subscribe to the Shakespeare Hut Fund, towards which I have already received substantial promise of help and subscriptions varying from £50 to a guinea. All lovers of Shakespeare and all who have been interested during the past years in the Shakespeare memorial movement would surely wish, in the spirit of Shakespeare, to further the present proposal, but immediate response is called for if it is to be carried into effect. I am, dear sirs, yours faithfully, Israel Gullans. The funds needed to build the hut were raised in a matter of months, with many ordinary people giving small amounts to add to the major donation of £500 from Sir Oswald Stoll, supplemented by donations from the New Zealand YMCA's, the boroughs of Kensington, Marylebone and Westminster, and Mrs E. Alec Tweedy. The hut could sleep up to 2,000 soldiers per week at prices ranging from one penny to ninepence per person. A penny purchased a rug on the floor, and ninepence secured a bunk in a cubicle built for two, which could be locked. A well-appointed kitchen provided food for the canteen. The borough of Westminster donated a comfortable restroom with tables and writing materials, and Kensington Borough provided several tables for the spacious billiard room. 
The British Journal of Nursing cited, the clink of balls mingled cheerfully with the voice of the gramophone and the hum of conversation, giving visitors a foretaste of what will take place under this roof so long as the war lasts. New Zealand soldier, Private William Henry Early, wrote to his mother back home about staying in the Shakespeare hut. April 17, 1918. Dear Mum, on the afternoon of April 12th, we left camp at 3.30 for our leave. We arrived at Waterloo at 5.45pm and got in a tube. These electric railways are good. One can reach any railway station in London by means of them and at the same time be underground. We got off at Goode Street Station, near Tottenham Court Road, and found our way to the YMCA Shakespeare Hut, where we put up. A bed and meals run to about one and six, according to what a chap has. The meals were plain and good, also a good plentiful helping. Tuesday, April 1st, 1919. We returned from Walton and got to the Shakespeare Hut in time to hear a Yankee YMCA man give a gospel address, which was the best I have heard in the army and the men gave him their attention too. You could have heard the proverbial pin drop. Even before the building of the Shakespeare hut had been completed, an entertainment committee was formed to plan the programme and nature of events for its men. The star actress and president of the Actresses Franchise League, Lady Forbes Robertson, was the chair and a leading light in the entertainments at the hut. During the war, I was largely engaged in organising concerts for soldiers of the British Army. I was made responsible for the musical side of the Shakespeare Hut in Gower Street, London, quite close to my own house, engaging artists, arranging entertainments and so on. The hut was built on a block of land reserved for a Shakespeare memorial theatre and was designed a little on Elizabethan lines. True to its original intentions, the Shakespeare Hut commemorated the 300th anniversary of the playwright's death by producing evenings of educational entertainment with leading actresses of the time performing extracts from his plays on the stage in front of hundreds of soldiers. One evening in 1919, an audience of 400 New Zealander and Australian Anzacs enjoyed the performance of a 15-year-old Fabia Drake, later a well-known actress and director, cross-dressed as Henry V. This story shall the good man teach his son. And Crispin Crispian shall ne'er go by from this day to the ending of the world, but we in it shall be remembered. We few, we happy few, we band of brothers, for he today that sheds his blood with me shall be my brother, be he ne'er so vile. This day shall gentle his condition, and gentlemen in England now abed shall think themselves accursed they were not here. And hold their manhoods cheap whilst any speaks that fought with us upon St. Crispin's Day. After the armistice, the fate of the Shakespeare hut was undecided. In 1919, Lieutenant Colonel Arthur Murray made a request in the House of Commons that it be turned into a hostel for limbless soldiers but this was not taken up, and in 1920, it was rented temporarily as the base for the Indian YMCA. The hut was demolished between late 1923 and spring 1924 to make way for the new London School of Hygiene and Tropical Medicine. 
Galantz wrote of the demolition in the Times that on the site would soon arise a temple of Hygieia, a noble monument, while the National Theatre, a temple of drama, hygiene of the mind and soul, would find another home.